Gar, wake up. <laughs> Listen, man, I know you've been busy fucking editing Ultra Ranger all week. But we gotta record another episode. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, got no, I know. I can't do this anymore. I know. You you already were getting so close to finishing the rest of them, and now we have one more on the table. Oh. You can do it. I've been up. I've been up two nights this week. I know. It's okay. We're just going to be talking about a movie, and that's it. Just one movie? Just one movie. What day is it today? Uh, Friday. The 15th of May. Shit, I dated this episode. Uh, d- Schwein! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I'm your host, Ultra Pinkcaster Lane. I don't know what to say for Gar, because he's kind of losing it right now. And I am your co-host for the final episode of Season 3. Yes. After it was... Garzilla. Yes, when we or start... Or Autogar. I don't remember why I go by anymore. No. You don't. But this is one thing that I do know. It's our three-year anniversary! <laughs> yep, we're three years. Three God, we're still years. Doing, we're doing it this long. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, three years, still talking about Ultraman. Still a lot more to talk about. Yeah, so we, we, finished, we finished the original series and the Heisei revival of Ultraman. But... We have one more thing to talk about with Tiga. Technically, two, two. We got two. But well, it, the second Tiga thing is kind of more of a after we watch Dinah kind of thing because it takes place like years later into the future and it's more relevant with Dinah kind of. So we're going to talk about that when we finish Dinah. It's also just the fact that the only fan subs that we could find of it were Hong Kong bootleg subs. Yeah, so they're shitty subs, so we're gonna wait. Like, it, they were fine, but then I found out there's a director's cut of the movie, which is, like, a good 20 minutes longer. So I'm like, I want to watch the 20 minute longer cut. So, today we're just talking about the theatrical film, Ultraman Tiga, The Final Odyssey. Yeah, and hopefully the second Tiga thing will be uh, subbed and legally available within the next year or so that'd be cool I mean, next like, that'd be next... nice just have all Tiga on blu-ray and it's like oh and here's everything that goes with it that was also Tiga related. like here's i think with two movies though i think they should probably do like Tiga as a show and then like a two-pack in the movie okay so they've done ace now ace yeah. is the newest one that's coming out what's after ace uh taro taro okay and then it's leo yeah leo astra well, Astro wasn't Leo. Yeah, Astro wasn't Leo. Uh, but apparently, from what I heard, Shout Factory owns the streaming rights to Ultraman Leo until 2022. Fuck. So we may not get Leo for a long time. <sighs> Which means maybe in the next year or so we'll get 80 on Blu-ray. Um, maybe because like the only problem with that is that Subaraya themselves haven't released their own remaster yet of 80. Oh, 
So I think they're going to hold off on 80 until Subaraya themselves has released Ultraman 80 on Blu-ray, which should be sometime this year for the show's 40th anniversary. Right? I mean, if 80 comes out on Blu-ray, I'm buying it. Like, chances are, end of, like, around the time that they usually do, like, December-ish, November-ish, we'll get some sort of announcement for an Ultraman 80 Blu-ray in Japan. And then, so. and then the following year, we'll probably finally get it. Fucking figure. Figure of Ultraman 80? Yes. 80, 80, to those who don't know, is my favorite Showa-era Ultraman, so... Is it just, like, for design? Uh, like, it just turns out everything about him. Like, I like the name. I like the design of him. I like that he's, like, super kind of, like, frowned upon. Like, he's just, like, one of those Ultraman where it's just, like, pff, 80. Like, they're at a bar or something, Ultraman 80 walks in, and it's like, ugh, 80. Yeah. I need well, another shot. And from, the, like, the five episodes that I've watched of 80, I like the tone of it. And apparently, because I read it in a, in a on the Ultraman Facebook group, Apparently, eighty has never lost ever, like a single battle. He's never lost. He's won every single fucking fight. He is the one that led the franchise to a long hiatus. Yeah, that too. That that's that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna cut eighty some slack. I'm gonna enjoy him. So whatever. But, but apparently, the eighty tribute episodes in Ultraman Mabius were like really good. But yes, we are talking about Ultraman Tiga, The Final Odyssey. So, here's some background on the movie that I was able to find. Yeah. So, uh, after the finale of Ultraman Gaia in the year 2000, because Gaia started in 1999 after Dinah, went into the year 2000. It is the year 2000. <laughs> it is the year 2000. Uh, basically, Tiga was very popular still, so instead of creating a new show... They, like, I think they did create a new show, like, later down the line. Like, they re-picked up Ultraman Neos. Or, Neo, I think it's Neos. Now I'm just thinking about the Transformers movie theme, but with, like, Ultraman instead. So just like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Ultraman! Born meets the Schwa. Born meets the Schwa. No. Bad, like, bad. You got the Schwa. Well, if anything, ah! if anything, you got the light and you got the power. There you go. Uh, so, uh, the current president of Subaraya Productions at the time, Kazo Subaraya, who is Eiji Subaraya's grandson. Grandson! Damn! Yeah. Because, yeah, the son was Shider and he died. Yeah, he, he unfortunately passed away. Apparently, he's still alive, though. Though he's not the head of the company, I think? No, it's probably one of those things where he's like, I just, I can't do it. So, it's like, he's, he's probably old as fuck now. He's 60s? Yeah. He probably, he's probably like, you know what, I'll give it to better hands. Yeah. People can run it, but like, I'll be like, you know, the the, the voice. The uh, face. The face of the company. Exactly. Uh, so, which, like, he he heard the, the demand of Tiga from fans at everywhere in Japan. It's like, you know what? Let's make a... Let's do something involving Tiga. Because remember, uh, the host... Like, the main character, Daigo, he was played by a member of a very popular band. Which led to a few things, but we'll get to it later on. I like... I like to think it's just like... It's an exec at Super He's like, at home, fuck, we gotta think of something to do for like... A movie project or something. Can't think of it. Son, could you put down your Tiga doll? I can't fucking hear myself think. 
Son, come here. <laughs> Grabs the teagle pile of his hands. That's it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yes, uh, in which that led to uh, Kenichi Hasegawa, who wrote some episodes of Tiga, was the head writer of Dinah. We also know him as the head writer of SSSS Gridman. Hell yeah. And the upcoming Dinah Xenon project. Uh, he was in charge of writing the film, which led to some things being really good and some things are a bit questionable. Uh, we'll get Again, we'll get into that. Uh but the biggest thing that he was allowed was to make the film a bit more mature oh. for, for, for like a mainstream audience. Oh, oh boy, was it mature? Yeah. Whoa. Because, you know, Tiga came out in 1996 and in 1997, this is the year 2000. A few years have passed, so like people that did watch Tiga are a bit older, so this is more for like... The Tiga fans. Like the teenagers that watch Tiga. Who are now like mid adults, I guess. Do you like Tia? Yeah. Do you really love Tia? Yes. Do you really fucking love Tia? Oh my god, please, I do. Well, here's a movie. Uh, uh, oh. Oh. Cool. Apparently, it did well uh, in Japan. Made eleven million yen. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh. Which I, I didn't really take like you know like I didn't really went for we watched this movie once. But then I've been on a time crunch of getting a lot of the episodes out, so I didn't have the time to watch the to watch the movie again. So I basically condensed the entire plot into one sentence, or at least one jot note. Yeah, but uh, like amazingly, like the movie's pretty memorable, so I remember a lot that happened. So do I. <laughs> so that that's that's one thing that the TV movie's got for it going for it is that it's memorable because mm-hmm. it's like it's quite simple. When you really think of it. Mm-hmm. Set two years after the events of Ultraman Tiga, which apparently I was wrong this entire time. I thought Ultraman Tiga took place in the year 2007. Mm-hmm. According to the Japanese Wikipedia page, it takes place in the year 2010. Oh. And Dinah was seven. So it said 10 year gap. It was a seven year gap. Oh. So Dinah took place in 2017 still. Just. Not ten years, but seven years. Oh, okay. So that's a mistake on my end. That's okay. But you know, it's numbers. It, it's still a, a big time gap, mm-hmm. or time skip in a sense. Uh, but yes, in the year two thousand twelve, uh, the ruins that the the dark master uh, arose from have have surfaced in the Pacific Ocean. Uh. In which some shit went on down there a long shit. time ago. My God, how long ago was it? Thirty million years. Yeah, and like some shit happened. Like there are other Ultraman. They are fighting a huge civil war, and they're fighting to the fucking death. Fight to the death. Yeah, and there were some pretty interesting designs. Like I, I, I could tell a lot. Of, a bunch of them were just like. Ultraman suits tweaked and added some extra aesthetics to like, them. Like one like of one looked like Taro, just with like an extra like bit of armor on his head. One looked a lot like Dinah, with the whole like curved, uh, curved fin on the head. Yeah, and it just it was interesting. And what's cool is our villains for this movie were actually three uh, warriors of light. Yeah, they were the dark giants. So apparently, they were sealed away inside the city, 
in the ancient city where Yuzara comes from. And speaking of Yuzara, this movie confirms that she is the ancestor of Iruma. Yeah, we didn't pick up on that. And put two and two together. Yeah, because like we were looking at her closely, like we paused the movie and we looked at her and we're like, that is Aruma. <laughs> Holy shit. I never find that. Weird. I... We just don't pay attention sometimes. Or, or it's just one of those things that, that like we've never really looked up and I'm like like if I if I looked up in the first episode it'd be like, Oh, who played Yuzara? It's like, oh, it's the same actress that plays Aruma. I would have been like, Oh, there's probably some connection there. But no, I didn't. So it led to like that. To being shocked, it's like, what? what? No way. No way. No way. <laughs> no. No. Um, but yeah, so a lot, yeah, so apparently we learned an interesting, the uh, guard told me an interesting fact about these three. So the two, the, the red and purple ones actually were. They looked very similar to the other two statue designs. Uh, where Tiga was. Yeah. So maybe they took inspiration of just reusing, like redesigning those two concept designs for Tiga. Yeah. To make it villains. And also, it seems that this is where Tiga got his other forms from. Uh, yeah. So it's revealed that thirty million years ago, Ultraman Tiga was actually a villain. He was a bad guy. Yeah, he was a. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> uh, this led, but uh, when he met Yuzara, this led him to have a change of heart and seal away his three allies, or at least the other dark giants. Yeah, so he used to be Ultraman Tiga Dark, and he had like this all like black suit with like silver instead of gold on his like little armor trim he's got. And I gotta say, for that design. I think it's my favorite Tiga design. Yeah, in which he even uses a different transformation device in this movie called the dark, the black spark lens. Because if you remember from the finale, the spark lens turned to, turned to dust. So you can no longer become Ultraman Tiga. Yeah, poof. So, so what did Dago do for the last two years? It's never really explained, but apparently at the end of the movie, they were like, they were going around the world getting like samples of plants like researching for plants or something so i i like to think that just like reyna and, and daigo just wanted to kind of settle down and have a normal life together mm. and like i guess just daigo was just you know he said so much for guts being daigo and tiga that he was just like i'm, I'm done <laughs> i'm out of here um yeah and so I'm, I'm guessing that secrecy was definitely kept within tpc headquarters yeah of course, uh, that'd be that'd be huge confidential uh, confidentiality. Well, like, could you imagine if the public found out that he was Tiga? Oh, they would harass him. Yeah, yeah, they would harass him. They would freaking probably sue him for property damage. Cut him open. Come open. Experiment. Yeah, say like, exper oh, he's Tiga. Can everyone be Tiga? Um. Basically, it would be like how in the manga Ultraman series where Hayata tells Tiga, he's like, "I was Ultraman." And it's like, yeah, we we knew. You knew? Yeah, dude, dude, we didn't want you to get dissected in a lab, okay? We just kept it to ourselves. Yeah, really. <laughs> we knew, we just didn't want to say it. Um, so then, yeah, so just, Ray and Daigo did get together. Yep, they're a couple. And they're, they're uh, they're getting, gonna get married. Yeah, they're, they're finally getting married! Finally getting married! Which, that leads to one of the big things about this movie. So, according to the producer, 
they had a longer wedding scene like planned out for the movie. That's how the movie was going to end. It was going to end with them getting married. Mm-hmm. However, due to uh, due to Daigo's actor, uh, which I have his name written down here, uh, Hiroshi Nagano, or Nagago. N- Nagano. Yeah, Nagano. He's very popular and a very busy man. So they didn't have time to film like the entire wedding sequence that they had planned out. So what we got in the movie was all that they had left. It was a dream sequence. Yeah, which was a dream sequence. Yeah, so like you see everyone's fucking there and then like he just turns over and like... They invite parents. Yeah, and he sees this woman and her name's uh, Camilla. Camilla. Yeah, which is funny because it sounds like a co-worker I have. Oh, yeah. Uh, Um, She's like talking to Daigo like telepathically, be like... Come back to me, my love. One of us. One of us. Google gobble, Google gobble. One of us. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, no, that's essentially it. So it's like, I guess she thinks Daigo is the, this Daigo is the same Daigo from like a long time ago. Uh, uh, I think it's because he's probably he, he probably still has some Ultramantiga energy inside of him or something like that. Yeah, because he probably wouldn't have had a host back then. He probably just was Tiga. Yeah. Um, so which they're probably thinking, oh, you're one of us deep down inside. It's like, I don't know who, I don't even know who you are. Um, but like this movie does start with the Ruma, like with a bunch of TVC people and they're going to like excavate the ruins and then like, they're just, they're trying to uncover stuff. But then Aruma pretty much realizes, oh fuck, this isn't a good idea. We're probably doing a stupid thing. And she tries to stop them. But like the TVC is like, no, we got our orders. We're ordered to do this. We're going to keep doing it. And this brings up one of my big questions. Like, Iruma acknowledges the fact that this is kind of what Masaki was doing with Evil Tiga. Mm-hmm. Evil Tiga is never acknowledged in this movie, aside from that one line. So, how does this fit in... Like, how does Evil Tiga, the guard kaiju, and the two other Tiga statues fit into the timeline, then? Yeah. Like, were they just, were the two people with Tiga just loyal soldiers of his? Was evil Tiga, like, someone that tried to do the same thing as the other three giants were doing? It's never really explained, and it kind of leaves open that giant, not a giant plot hole, but just a plot hole that you have to question about. I think, I think those other two with Tiga were just, like, yeah, like you said, loyal, like, followers. Like, they're just two two of his friends that he, like, found, because... He knew he probably knew that the other three were gonna come after him, so he's like, "I need, I need backup. Like, I need, I can't take them by myself." So then he had friends, but then they also got sealed away by the first civilization. So, but which I, I you know, I looked a bit more into this, and it's uh, Hasegawa didn't write the episodes involving Evil Tiga, nor the plant or the demon plant episode. Or the first episode. Maybe the first civilization sealed Tiga and those other two away, mistaking them for the other three. Mm-hmm. So maybe because, like, you know, those guy three were sealed, and then, like, hundreds, thousands of years later, like, Tiga shows up with his two bodies, and they're like, oh my god! They got out! Holy shit! How the fuck did they get out? And then... Probably sealed them away. Sealed them away, too, just, just out of fear. Like, they were afraid. Because according to, uh... According to the Ultra Wiki, this, like, after the movie... Like, after when they sealed them away, Tiga and them got sealed away, and then the flower, in, like, the flower invasion happened. Remember mm-hmm. that? After yeah. the evil Tiga episode? Yes. 
It's like that happened. That wiped out the rest of that race. Yep. Oof. Um, yeah, so they, they blow open the thing, uh, like the ancient ruins, and they get in there and they find the, the dark giants and... They just come back alive. Yeah, they start, like, they, they build, like, uh, just, like, structures and stuff to, like, kind of get to them, get to them so they can, like, research them and stuff. But there is some pretty bad angles where, like, it looked like from a distance they weren't that big. And then, like, we got to another shot of them later. And, like, you can tell that they're fucking, like, huge. Yeah. It's like, wow, guys, we don't have bad fucking perspective shots. Um, well, it's kind of hard when you, when you have, like, a green screen in front of you. Yeah. But, uh, they, they wake up and they start fucking trashing shit and even, like, fucking step on people and one guy just fucking gets crushed. Yeah, remember A bunch how, of people die. Yeah, remember how I said this movie was more mature? It's basically just how people get killed in this movie on camera. Oh. People are getting squished. They're getting smushed. Uh, more Zoigards are around. Yeah, more Zoigards are around. In, in which they were freaking... Because, like, they punch open the walls and there's just, like... It's like bats. They started, like, flying out of the cave. Yeah. Like, no, it's a like jeebus. They looked really cool, too. Because, like, sometimes they were, like, practical, but then other times they were, like, this... Like, CGI. 2000 model. CGI for, like, which what it, it is. Which, wasn't that bad CGI. Wasn't that bad, no. Like, especially, there's a shot when Hori encounters one, which, it's CGI for a bit, but then they use, like, an actual prop... Well, it's yeah, like, probably said the remnants of the old boy uh, Zoidger suit. Yeah. So, well, it's definitely a different suit because, like, the last Zoidger was like more big, where this one's like more scrawny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So Ruma gets trapped on the island, but her ancestor uh, like puts up a barrier around the ruins, so like the giants can't escape, and it's actually like working like pretty well. Like they can't get out. Like the Two of the two of the male ones or whatever like try getting up and like flying towards the barrier to just smash out, but then they just get stunned and get sent back down. They're like, "Fuck, we can't get out of here." Yeah. And so the only way they can get out is if someone comes in from the inside. So that's why like Camilla is trying to get uh, Tiga to like lure him to the island so Come that back they can, to us, Tiga. yeah, so she can get out. Forever and ever and ever. Which makes you think, like, I wonder if she actually did still have feelings for Tiga, or she was just bullshitting now just to get them released. Uh, apparently they had some sort of, like, connection to the original Tiga. So Camilla was Tiga's original lover. Well, yeah, no, I know that, but I'm just saying now, because, like, you know, she felt so betrayed, heartbroken... It was it an act? Was she actually trying to get Tiga back on her oh. side, or was it just bullshit? I want to say she was kind of she was probably bluffing mm. just to get off the island. Mm. Yeah, let's let's quickly talk about the three uh, the three dark giants. So we have Camilla, yep, who is the uh, she was like Grigio if she was just evil a bit. Yeah, well, she had orange on her, so she well, was it was like gold. gold. Yeah, gold and silver. Like gold and silver, very. Feminine design, and then like later in the movie, she looks like fucking Genova. <laughs> oh, like, friggin' her CGI fucking the, ah! the, the demon Zoa monster form. God, yeah, we'll get into that later, but fuck. But yeah, uh, then we have the red giant, the Herculean, the Herculean strength warrior Dara Moon. Yeah, he's just kind of, he's just kind of like the hothead, just like <laughs> let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, which uh, apparently he was the original Tiga's best friend. Oh, wow. And then you had the Agile Warrior, Hundara, who was actually Tiga's rival, which he was the purple one. Okay. 
So it's definitely indicated that Tiga took their powers like 30 million years ago, and that's how he has like multi type. Yeah, so, and he's got, how he's got strong type and or power type and yeah. sky type. Power type and sky type. Strong types for Dinah, damn it. Watch you're like, oh, so Dinah goes power type. What? <laughs> um, and yeah, so like Rain and Dinah are together, and there's so many fucking times where they like almost kiss, and I'm just like, like Gar can vouch for me. Like I was until I was just oh. like, kiss, 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 kiss. And I'm just waiting for them to fucking kiss because I want to, because like it's so rare in Toku to have an actual like romance. Like, like relationships, like, like a romantic relationship, and like pl- romance, romantic plots, like, and kissing like, and stuff. Like Power Rangers is shockingly the closest that we ever actually get to a romantic relationships. Hell, the two most I example prime examples I've seen was in the Chaser movie when like that one Roid movie was like fucking stricken naked in front of fucking Chase. All oh, right, and in the Zangetsu movie where supposedly Takatora and that chick fucked or something oh yeah and also in the ryuki rider time special yeah which oh yeah oh my god which apparently someone knows that person that was verde in that in that movie is actually ikazuchi's actor oh yeah good for him it's like oh good for him yeah, the guy fucking stepped him. <laughs> oh my god i wish i had a live reaction of me of like watching that because like i'm saying here ichi's watching here there's having dinner. Guy gets freaking stabbed. I'm like, what the fuck? What? Continues fuck? eating his food yeah. with that knife you stabbed the guy with. Anyways. But, um, so Daigo's kind of getting some PTSD. Yeah, no, he's, 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 he's fucked in the head right now. Poor guy. Like, he, he's just trying to look. I just want to get married. That's why I fucked my girlfriend. <laughs> um, and so like later. Oh, but th- there is one thing that Raina had to do, which was quite upsetting. She had to go say farewell. She had to go tell her boyfriend, the dolphin, that she was getting married. Yeah, and the dolphin. So like we see her in like a tight ass wetsuit, and I'm just like, hell yeah! And I'm like, I wonder, I wonder if we'll see her. And then like she goes to see Daigo, who's like sitting watching like the show or whatever. Walks in, fucking two piece pink swimsuit, and I'm just like, yo, damn! <laughs> and Gar keeps trying to go late. That's Hyatt's daughter. That's Ultraman's daughter. I don't care. <laughs> Which everyone's probably watching it and be like... Oh, <laughs> just Hyatt's oh, oh, actors there. Nani? <laughs> yeah, he just didn't know anything. <laughs> and like, his, like the rain is just sitting beside him in the theater just going... Sorry, Dad. Like, Dad, I can't explain. <laughs> don't tell me you're doing that muttoning shit again. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a horrible voice. It doesn't want not even what he sounds like. I told you to not be an Ultraman. This is what happens. Um, yeah, so, and, like, Daigo's like, how'd you take it? <laughs> like, pretty bad? Yeah, and then, like, the dolphin, like, hits the ball to, like, hits, like, the giant bouncy ball to him, and, like, he just catches it, he's like, whoa! <laughs> nice try, asshole. <laughs> it's like, I guess he approves. And, like, they meet up with Yasumi, and I want to say I don't think that was by me. I think that was just like that, a, a girl he was on a date with. Yeah, because it's, it's like that's it could have been me. I'm not sure. They so, never said her name. So then, like this movie tends to kind of like fuck with your head in terms of what's real and what's not because then, like they're sitting sitting in the middle of a freaking like, uh, like outdoor cafe. 
something, sitting just talking. Uh, we also saw a fucking Ultraman cat. Oh, oh yeah, Ultraman Young made a, made a quick cameo in the movie as a mascot character. So it's like, oh, hey, Ultraman Young. Mm-hmm. Hopefully those get brought over through Milk Creek. Oh, That'd be funny. I still want that fucking Ultra Bear shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so... Then the Giants, apparently, like... Or no, it's... The look uh, The... Zoigers. Yeah, the Zoigers show Zoigers are attacking. And, like, they just destroy the town. Everyone's run. Daigo can't find Reyna. And he falls over, and then he sees that, uh... Like, he sees the... The black sparklings yeah, on the bar- ground. Yeah, dark sparklings. And... So he grabs it, and, like, Camille's like, Yes, turn to Tika. You know you need to. You must join us. And so he does... Um, it's like our first shot of seeing Tiga Dark. It's so cool. It's such a nice. Sequence. It it it's definitely a good like. Because we we first saw it in Ginga. Yeah, which but here though it just it looks a bit better because I think it's because like you know it's not a gray sky and just like like a fake atmosphere. This actually feels like he's in a city. It's like the black suit Spider Man. Like honestly. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. It feel like it feels like it was just a, a power that like Dio shouldn't have gotten, but like he he's like I wouldn't have been cool if he was like yeah, this feels good like power. Um. So then we see him fight for a bit, and I know something, and this was the, my biggest fucking gripe with this whole movie that like I absolutely hated because if there's one thing that I really love a lot about Ultraman, it's their grunts. Yeah. I like the way they sound. And each of them sound distinctly different from the other. Well, I think you know, Zuffy and Ultraman kind of sound the same. Uh, but it's because Zuffy's just like copy of Ultraman. I think they're like slightly different. But but Tiga! Tiga has always had a certain grunt that I've always recognized and it, it, I like, really enjoy. Like his grunt's very... It's, it's more... <clears throat> yeah, it's like more of a higher pitch. Yeah. Like, and it's like, <laughs> but in this one... No! It was different! It was someone else fucking doing it. It wasn't the same fucking person. And Gar fucking had to explain to me that apparently they couldn't get the guy, original guy who voiced him in Tiga because his contract was up. He, apparently he also did Dinah's grunts. Cool. Well, then I'll get to hear in Dinah. Yeah. But who do they fucking get for Tiga in this movie? Fucking Daigo. Well, I mean... It makes sense, honestly, from, when you from, think about it. Yeah, like, from a meta perspective... Or from a production standpoint, it makes more sense to have the hero who voices the character, or or at least the actor that plays the main hero, voice the hero. Which I feel like they they started doing that in Orb, because like Orb it was Guy, Jeet it was it was Riku, Ruben, Rosso and Blue it was like them, but they talked all the time. Uh, Taiga, well, Taiga, Taiga was Taiga, 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 Taiga Uh... Ginga wasn't. Ginga was like actual Ginga, and X was X. Ginga and Victory are kind of mixed because Victory is also show. Yes. Um, and X was X. Ginga was when he wasn't talking, because Ginga did have his own voice. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that's actually Garza's voice. No, no, it's, it's not Garza's voice. Uh, it's Kivat. Oh yeah. Uh, Comrade Ginga. <laughs> Sugita. You freaking voiced Ultraman Ginga the Kamen Rider Ginga. I just love how everyone just They know they did Toei did that for a fucking reason. Oh oh yeah, and I, I love how everyone in the fandom instantly put like 
Ultraman Ginga music over it. And I'm like, I approve. I approve of this. Common Rider Ginga, the biggest waste of fucking time in Zio, period. Seconded on that. Seriously, why was he made? Episode in a half. Gone. No, not even. Like, half an episode and solar powered. If he, if he, if he, the sun wasn't there, he fucking turned to snow. Fucking bullshit. So, but, yeah. So, but, they got Dago's actor in a voice secret, which, like, cool. But just when you're so used to a certain voice for a character for so long, it just you want that voice. You're you like you're used to it. You like that one. You know what? It's, a- like, it's like when it's like when oh. like you have an actor playing a character, and then the second season they change that char- fucking actor. So it's basically kind of how like with the this, this movie actually came out today, uh, Scoob, like this new Scooby Doo movie. Mm-hmm. Frank Walker's the only voice actor from the main cast to be in it because he is Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is replaced by a celebrity. Like Zac Efron's freaking Fred. Really? Yeah. And I can't remember. Like, that's the only one that I remember. But... This should have just gotten the fucking live action crew. I would have preferred that. Uh, but like, I remember the voice actors, especially Daphne's voice actress, actually mentioned on Twitter, she does not care about this movie. She has no interest in this movie because it's odd to see someone else voice your character that you've been doing for like 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it's kind of like a stab in the back of it. Yeah, no, I feel you. Uh, but yeah, so like... L- luckily, apparently in Shin or in Ultraman Retsuden or Ult- Ultraman the Anthology, when they rerun this movie on television, they got the original voice actor of Tiga to redo the grunts. <sighs> I'd like to see that version. So I wonder if that's actually him talking still, or is it Daigo talking in the movie? Because, like, Daigo does talk a bit in the Tiga form mm-hmm. at, like, the end of the movie. So I'm like, is that just the other guy doing that voice? He's like... No, I feel I feel like they kept um, they kept Daigo's dialogue. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So it, it was just, like, it was a, that was my biggest gripe with this movie. Like, I just... I it really bugged me. Because, like, I like I like consistency with, with, with things. Like, that's understandable. Like, that is definitely understandable. It's, like... It's also, like, how in the Dino Thunder SBD crossover, where Jason and Frank didn't come back for the crossover, so they got... Because they didn't ask him to come back. So they just got Trent's actor to dub himself over as Jason David Franks and yeah, yeah impersonation <laughs> wow um so yeah we see him fight it's fucking cool and then the most disturbing thing there's a little girl who's like lost separated from her mom no no her mom's crushed no her mom's crushed so they can't do anything and so like this little girl's a red balloon so you expect, like, oh, Tiga's gonna help out and stuff. All you see is just Tiga, like, a shot of Tiga, and you see his fucking hand go up, and then you just see his mega fist and just... And you just see that red balloon just float into frame where he is, and I'm like... You just killed that little girl? You just killed the kid. And then Daigo wakes up, and he's still at the table, and, like, nothing's happened, and we're just seeing Garcia, like, holy fuck! shit okay that did not happen <laughs> you know like I think almost killed a little girl that would have been disturbing that that would have been awful like just the implication just like an ultraman killing the people he's sworn to protect that's terrible so like Reyna notices that he's kind of a bit out of it and so it's like oh we're still gonna get married and stuff right and he's like yeah I love you and 
then he kind of fucked up a bit. So they go they go on a Ferris wheel, and he sees Camila like uh, through like a window or something, and like, like she's sitting down right behind, like right yeah. beside him, and he just goes Camila. And you know, that's, like, that's the equivalent of like shouting like another person's name in bed when like you're. Yeah. Well, I've never had that experience. Me neither, and I never will probably. So it leads to to the generic, or not the generic, but basically like you know the thing that we see in like every rom com ever. It's like, who's this woman that you're speaking of for the first time that I just noticed? I hate you now because you said someone else's name, even though I'm a full grown adult and I should. Be treating this like I'm an adult instead of running away like a damn teenager. <laughs> well, there was more to it than that. She thought he was cheating on her, but she knew there was something more going on. And Daigo was just being very hesitant and telling her, I don't know why. Why? Like, does he think that she, he wouldn't believe her? Like, I'm guessing it's too hard to explain that, like, they're part of an organization that fights fucking extraterrestrial shit. She'll fucking believe anything you say. You have to remember, this is the same guy that kept the secret of being Ultraman for a year. They figured it out. <clears throat> They're not stupid. Well, Yasumi didn't find out until the last episode. Speaking of which, I think that maybe one of the downsides to this movie... The other Guts members don't really do a whole lot in this no. movie. Like, they're... Luckily, they got the they got the entire cast back, including the TPC heads. Like, you got Tetsuzo, like Tetsuji, Saiwa, Professor Yao. Just, also, they CGI'd the Guts face. <laughs> well, it's a good CGI. I know, but you were, like, saying, like, oh, you can get the model anymore? And you said the CGI. Model's probably destroyed. Yeah, they probably, like... It, it's, been three, it's been three years... Why keep it around? Yeah. Uh, um. Also, a lot of Dinah cameos, apparently. Yeah, there's that thing that we didn't notice. Apparently, there were three separate occasions featuring Dinah actors. So, I feel like it would have been a little extra treat if, like, we watched all of Dinah, and then we watched this movie, and then we would have been like, Oh, it's that person when they were in this age! Oh my god, it's them when they were, like, in training before they became, like, full super guts. Like, it just would have been that nice satisfaction of, like, oh, this is where these guys came from. Yeah, but... So that's a nice little little addition. Yeah, but when you really think of it, they're only there for, like, a quick second and they're gone. So it would have been like a, oh, okay. Okay. Like, I think the only big one that was important, which... It was at the end of the movie when Daigo and Reina are on their way to Mars. Yeah, they're going to fucking Mars, by the way. Yeah, they're going to Mars to start a colony, which I don't know why we... I don't know why the entire world's always like, let's go to Mars. Like, is Mars just, like, the closest planet to us? It is. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's the closest planet to us. Oh, okay. Like, we can get there in, like, I think, like, a year or two. Because that was the only thing I was wondering. I'm like... Like, why is it always Mars? That's what we said. Well, because we're always thinking that, like, that's the second, like, habitable planet we can live on. So, like, we want to colonize to Mars someday. We just can't right now because, you know, that's why we've been sending drones and probes to, like, see if, like, where's there's water source? Can we breathe there? Like. I remember one funny skit. It was in uh, Your Favorite Martian with Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. I think it was Christopher Lloyd. Or, uh. Yeah, because for my favorite Martian. Yeah, my favorite Martian. Where uh, they they send the Mars rover up there. It's like we found the rock. Yeah, like the like the little drone like dies. It's like yeah, we found the rock. Everyone's excited. The, like 
the camera pants over the rocket. It's just a giant civilization with like high tech technology oh, and all yeah. that. I'm like, I never finished that movie because my mom made me leave the theater in the middle of it because she didn't like it. Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> Got to see the trailer for Phantom Menace, though, which that was hype. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was that time? Oh, right. So, yeah, they want to colonize Mars. Uh, so, which, while Yasumi... Not while. Daigo. While Daigo and Rainer are walking, Daigo passes by Asuka, a.k.a. Ultraman Dinah. Shinasuka. Yeah, Shinasuka. And he's like, he's going to be my successor. And it's like... Yeah. Do you get it? He's Dinah. He's Dinah. And he actually, and unlike Tiga, he actually gets to show up more than after the movie. Oh boy, does he. That, like, why do you think I fall in love with Dinah? Is because when he showed up in fucking Orb Origin, I was like, who the fuck's this guy? Why does this guy know what the fuck he's doing? I'm like, this guy's awesome. Love him. What's his name? Ultraman Dinah. I remember that. <laughs> Just when he meets guy. First time. <laughs> Also, he's a renowned singer. Yeah, too. He's got a good voice. He's he's he sung the uh, Tiger movie theme. He also has a son. Yeah. Dinah. Also, also in Ultraman Saga, when like just people kept talking about him, and I was just like, "All right, I gotta, we gotta, I gotta see more of this Dinah guy. He's fucking awesome." That's why I'm so excited we're talking about Dinah season four. So, so yeah, Tiga, uh, Daigo ends up getting his ass handed to him by these freaking handed to him. What did I say? No, I'm just saying handed to oh, him. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, boy, what did he? Like, he got the shit beaten out of him by the freaking dark giant's human forms. Oh, yeah, they got human forms. Yeah, they're like, and apparently, um, apparently, uh, Hedera, or Hadura, his actor was already in Tiga. He was, uh, the alien bounty hunter with, like, the brown, with, like, the brown Oh, my vest. God, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's cute. That's cool. Uh, and they're like, join us again. We can take over the world with the power. Daigo's like, no! Defame me! Kidney punch. Toast <laughs> <laughs> it! Um, they toss him like the the black spark lens and they're like, do it! So, like, you know where we are. So then, like, Guts realizes that, like, Aruma's, like, hasn't come back. She's gone missing. And, like, Munakana feels like absolute garbage about it because it's like, I, like, convince, try to convince her not to go. And she's like, no, I'm a scientist. I, I haven't done this in a while. I can do it. I'll be fine. And Munkata's like, I should have gone with her. I should have gone with her. Because, like, it, it might be implied that she kind of has the thing for her, so. It, it, it is apparently revealed at the end of the Tiga Dinah crossover that, like, they're dating. Oh, bitching. That's cool. So it's like, they, they do have, like, like I, I'm guessing after a few years of working together, they reach some sort of relationship status. Okay. And Hori's still married. That we know of. Yeah. Well, no, I saw the ring on his, on his finger. So, mm-hmm. he's still married. Good for him. Uh, they didn't really do... Again, they didn't really do much uh, this movie. And Especially this, Shinjo! Yeah, Shinjo. <laughs> um, I miss saying that. I remember there was some sort of, like, minor subplot in the movie where the TPC... Like, the reason why the TPC guys kind of betrayed Aruma a bit was because they wanted, like... The, Mass the, produce and weaponize Ultraman. So basically, Thunderbolt Ross. It's like, we need to make we need to make Ultraman, so, because, like, Tiga's gone now, so, like, who's gonna fucking save us? Like, they they just became so dependent on Ultraman Tiga saving them that, like, they feel like they just need 
an army of Ultramen. Like, that's the thing, though. It's been two years. The Earth's been at peace. There's been nothing that we know of. It Done least. something the whole world will appreciate. A weaponized Ultraman. Imagine, like, him with, like, massive, like, fucking cannons and stuff. And just, like, put, like, the Zero training armor on him. Give him, like, little shoulder cannons and, like, fucking guns in his hands. That'd be awesome. So, Conrad G3. Yeah, just har- harness, like, his fucking, like, ray into, like, a fucking gun. Oh, wait, that was next. Oh, yeah, that was next. I'm getting that soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. As long as shipping. I want my Ultraman gun. <laughs> Yeah, it, Gar's, Gar's uh, Tiger set came in, so Yay. I was happy about that. Jimmy the Keys. Like, factory sealed. Like, yeah. It was not open, so Gar was like, hell yeah. Awesome. But, yeah. So, uh, when... So, Daigo ends up going to the island to, you know, stop these and guys. And he breaks the barrier because he's a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, because I think it was like, oh, if you don't, like, if you don't stop us now, we'll be sealed away again for, like, another hundred years or so. Mm. I, like, there was something about that. It was like, they were going to be sealed away... Like, the island was going to sink back down for, yeah. like, another hundred years. And then it was like, oh, Aruma's here. You don't want your precious captain to die. And, like, she, like Aruma was literally ready to, like, sacrifice herself for, like, the better humanity. Oh, she was ready to freaking bomb the entire island. And, like, <laughs> yeah, so, like, Daigo gets, like, super injured. And, like, okay, so we have this scene where, like, Reina shows up. And, like, they're having a moment, and Daigo's like, oh, I have to go do this thing. And she's like, okay. And, like, he walks away, puts on his Guts uniform, starts going into a Guts wing, and then Reyna, like, is in the, still in, like, the room where he was in. And she goes, oh, my God! And, like, runs out, Daigo! Daigo! And, like, I'm like, what? Like, what? So, and then, like, she, like, sees him take off, and he looks back, and he's like, Reyna. Flies off. But I'm like, wait. So I like, I was confused with that scene, how like it went, because like he, she knew he was going off to do a thing, and then she was like upset about it. Or she, she, she was probably thinking about it and realized how like stupid it was. The guts team, they all had in mind that they weren't gonna come back from this. Oh yes, yeah, so it, it, it was a suicide. Want to fucking go leave? It was a suicide mission. Yeah, because even like yeah, Hori like makes a mention just being like. I wonder if this will be the last mission for Guts. Hence, like, I, I think I think that's why it's called the Final Odyssey. Like it's the final, like it's the final time around. Oh, that yeah, that makes sense. The final time around Odyssey. Yeah, that's probably why on Mars they're like, "Oh, we need a team. We're super guts. We're super guts. Well, not ultra guts." <laughs> that would have been good. Nah, I like super guts. Yeah, super guts sounds a bit, it rolls off tongue easier. Uh, so yeah, T- uh, Dago arrives on the island, which he fights uh, Daramoon first as Tiga Dark, in which apparently these guys have pocket dimension abilities because they freaking t- the Ruma tosses them into like the oh, like into like an underwater level. <laughs> it's basically just boss fights after this. Yeah, and so and also like Aruma's trying to get around too, and like she's trying to like light a signal so like guts can fire. Which, like, they go off in the Art Desi, or Art uh, Desai, I think it's pronounced. That's what the, that's what the fucking, uh, the announcer was saying. Well, that, that, it's a person speaking English reading it from a paper. I just love, though, when Daigo went to go take off the Guts wing, he, like, speaks English. He's just like, he's like, ready to take off! And I'm just like, 
What? What the fuck? Why'd you do that? You say like lunch, lunch or Take that, mom. Take that, dad. I'm in my mom's car. Get out my car. <laughs> good thing, good thing the Air Force made this idiot-proof fly. Don't fly. <laughs> oh, just fucking get smart. How'd you get here so fast? Oh God! <laughs> just in the fucking jet, throwing up. No, 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 just how'd you get here so fast? I, I traveled by map. It's a Muppet joke. It's like, how do we get get to France? We'll travel by map. Or it's like it goes the Indiana Jones thing where like it shows the map and like the cars like drive around on the ocean. <laughs> it just ends up in France driving out of the ocean. Uh, yeah, so like the rest of the gut scene, they go to rescue Aruma and eventually like uh, Shinjo finds her. And he's, she's like, how'd you find me? Like, what are you doing here? It's like, well, good thing you let off that signal so we could like find you. And she's like, ha, did didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Do you come with the cave? Oh, you. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, Tegas is fighting, like, all these guys one by one. Like, another another thing that, like, the action was okay. It's just very, it was very stale. It, it was very stale, but I think it's because the majority of it was practical. Like, like we're spoiled nowadays. Like, like after the Groob Tregear fight in the Rube movie, I think... Everything we watch now no, is... ever since fucking Thunderbreaster debut, we have been spoiled for, like, good action with Ultraman. Like, my god. You're not gonna see Tiga fucking shove a fucking Kaiju's head into a building or whack him with his own fucking tail. Like, well, you're not gonna see that shit in Tiga. No, but we see Tiga seismic toss the Kaiju... Uh, seismic toss the Kaiju into the ground. He did do that. Which, he Charizard that shit. Yeah, just picks it up. Stay. Um, so yeah, so a lot of the fighting in this movie was is kind of like blur to me because it's all kind of like if I blinked and it was it was done. I was like, oh, like like the root like Darumun tried to like drown Tiga by like keep pushing him into the sand, but then like he absorbed his power and became Pakishwa. Yeah, Uh, Tiga got a few new forms as well in this movie because like he starts off as Tiga Dark, so like he absorbs uh. Dara Moon's power and becomes Tiga Tornado. Which, that was nice. It was like a nice, like, black and red. Black and red. That was awesome looking. Uh, when he fought, uh, when he fought uh, Haruda, he became uh, Tiga Blast. So it's like, almost there. It's his black helmet and then, like, uh, his armor, pe- or like his chest plating? Yeah, so, like, it was the multi-type suit, but, like, the chest, the, the gold trim was, like, yeah, the gold black trim. Yeah, the gold trim was black and silver. And then he still had, like, the Tika Dark, like, helmet, because you could tell it was, like, more kind of glossier, like, more, like, freshly made. Mm-hmm. So. Like, it was more... It looked like it looked like it was, like, um... I'm trying to think of a word. Yeah, same. Like, we're both thinking the same thing, like, white, like, water, watercolor dish? No. Yeah, well, like, it's just, like, the material on the helmet wasn't the same as the original Tiga helmet. I could tell by, like, the the design of it that it was different. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's still, like, it looks cool. I think, still, I think Tiga Dark was the best of his forms, so. And then when you say, like, Reyna flies in and finds Tiga fighting, uh... She tries to, tries to help Fights him. Camilla. Which, uh, she, like, he saves her, and which, with her, with her light power, he turns back into, like, multi-type. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then, then he gets his ass handed to him. Oh boy! 
Yeah. And she's like, I love you. And Tika's like, Tika's like, I don't do that shit. Like, you know what this? It's just, it's just Sentinel Prime from Transformers: Dark of the Moon. We were gods once. Not anymore. <laughs> that needs some many away. That needs some of you, Tika. Let anyone quote himself. <laughs> this is bad comedy. Um. So yeah. So then, uh, freaking, we get the the darkness guy again, don't we? Or it's like a different version of him. Uh, no, it was, like, uh, so, like, she fuses with, like, the dark energy that's on the island. Uh, it transforms her into, uh, Demon Zoa. Which, it, that obliterates Tika to, like, a new one. Almost kills him. Yeah, like, he's on the ground, and, like, and, like, Rand's like, Tika! And then, uh, the... The miracle happens. All the other dead fucking Ultraman statues that are fucking everywhere, they start glowing. They start transferring their power over, their light over to Tiga. Within the darkness lies the truth. Yeah, and then he becomes Glitter Tiga. Yeah, he's filled with the powers of the others. Food. Because well, it, it's like, oh, it's, darkness isn't the only power on this island, which he obliterates. Uh, Demon Zoa saves the day. The island's about to go back underwater. And uh, so, like, Raina decides to, like, uh, go back to try to get to Daigo, and, but she can't reach him. And Daigo's just like, don't worry, Raina, I'm alive. And she's like, okay. Flies off in our Desi. They fly off before, like, the whole ruins sink back to the ocean. And then it's just, like, it makes you think, oh, Daigo, like, sacrificed himself. Like, yeah. he's gone. Like, he's not coming back or whatever. And so, like, we cut to, like, uh, Raina still in her guts uniform, so it's probably, like, hours later or something. Yeah. She's at the church. She's, like, really sad. She's thinking about Daigo. And then she looks out the window. There he is. Perfectly fine. I'm guessing when he found Camilla again, because Camilla was on, like, the verge of death. Yeah, and that's... So, so I'm guessing she used her power to, like, teleport him back to back to mainland. Probably. And honestly, that death scene reminded me of that death scene with that female character from Darklops Zero special. Because it kind of felt like that same energy. It reminded me a bit of uh, the Orb movie with the witch character. Oh, yeah. And how, like, she turned to, like, crystals. Yep. Oh, that's sad. But yeah, like, uh, Daigo miraculously is alive and came back and co- comes back to Raina. Plants a hard one on Raina. And just, they run towards each other in the church. They're giving, they're looking at each other like very it, passionately and it, just, they just, they fucking make out. Yeah. The, yeah. They just straight up start making out and I'm like, 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 at, like at first they kiss and it's like, oh, and then like they start getting into it. And like, I'm, whoa. I'm not, like I just start turning the chair that I'm using as a footrest, like, a, like to hide away from the TV. It's like, Oh, 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 I should, I should be I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm staring. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been waiting for all fucking show. <laughs> I've been waiting two years for this. Um, and so it just, it ends with, yeah, like a year later. And like, uh, Daigo, it, Daigo and Reyna are married. They, it, they, they have both have the same name on their Tag Madoka. Madoka. Or Madoka, yeah. So they're now Reyna and Daigo Madoka. Madoka Tika. Yeah, and so they're going to colonize Mars with with plants. Yeah. Research plants there. Plants. Yeah, and like the rest of the guts seems like, oh man. Oh, we're going to miss you guys. Yeah. Yasmin did nothing. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me. At least you got a clear uh, thing of that picture they took at the end of the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, they show off like a clear shot of the picture that they took at the end of the show. Yeah, the, the one the Yasumi took. Yeah. And the Yasumi's not in it. That's so dumb. Like, it's dumb, but I also laugh at it, like, hysterically. So. And which, that's kind of the end of the Tiga movie. I guess it's because, you know, like, everything's all wrapped up. Yeah. All, all loose ends to the mystery of Tiga got revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, in the end, like, it, it was a good movie. Like, yeah. solid. Like, the action was a bit lackluster for me. Uh, visually, it was nice. It was a very visually impressive movie. Uh, like, the cons of the villains were cool. I like that we had more, like, plot with Daigo and Reina, because, like, we were always just like always it, super shipping them it was a really good narrative point of like ha- definitely having it set two years after the show yeah no that's good too because it sets up like it sh- it definitely shows that like time has definitely passed mm-hmm. both literally and like like production wise yeah or at least like like you know what i mean it's like it's nice that the movie even though coming up three years after the show isn't like, okay, we're back right after the finale of Tiga. It's like, no, time has actually passed. And, like, as much as, like, the whole grunt thing bothered me, like, when Gar found out and explained to me why that, what it was, how it was, I, I like, more understanding of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just still, like, mm. So I'd like to watch the version now that has, like, the proper Tiga grunts. So. It'd be interesting to find out. Hopefully we find it. It's just like an audio chain. It's just an audio setup on the on the alternate Tiga Blu-ray. It's just would you like would you like Daigo grunts or would you like voice actor grunts? Voice actor grunts. You have chosen voice actor grunts. No, I, I said other guy grunts. I'm pretty sure you did. Do you want Daigo? Do you want Daigo to go save Reina, or do would you rather see Calculon do his taxes? <laughs> um. Tiga Dark was probably my favorite design this whole film because just like I like Ultraman look good when they're just a solid silver and black like honestly like Orb Dark prime example of how that works so well I'd love to see like I'd like to see like all Ultraman in like all black versions that'd be cool Dina Dark yeah like Ginga Dark with like red glowing on him instead of blue with like a black suit oh yeah fucking X uh, G. Well, I mean, we already do have that. Yeah, actually. G. Yeah, G's already done that. G Darkness. Um, yeah. So I, I overall like this movie. If you watch Tiga, definitely watch it because it, it, it ends things in beautifully. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this was a very good finale to the Ultra Tiga story as a whole. Again, there is still the the V Cinema. I guess. But we'll talk about that when we've done Dinah. Yeah, we'll talk about that down the road. Maybe once we'll find... If we... If we have to pay someone to fan sub it. Yeah, I mean, you got a guy to sub something for you. So yeah. Just get him to sub it. But hopefully, like, Mill Creek keeps doing the releases. Yeah, so. maybe, hopefully hopefully uh, this year or next year we'll get uh, Tiga on Blu-ray. As I keep saying, T- next year's Tiga's uh, 25th anniversary? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Next year, or yeah, next year's Tiga's twenty fifth anniversary. So hopefully that leads to something. Figure, probably a figure. 
maybe a yeah, maybe a something related to like a theatrical release or something. Maybe with the the twenty twenty one Ultraman will like have Tiga show up or something. Yeah, probably get Daigo back. It's only been like twelve He's years. He's not doing anything anymore. He runs a talk show every Wednesday. Wow. So he's still he's still doing he, like he's still in the acting business. It's just this was kind of also Daigo like Daigo's actor's last hurrah as the character until two thousand eight. I'm glad he was happy to come back for it. So I mean, I'm always a sucker for when they get the entire cast back for things because mm-hmm. it shows that like they all want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. That is our talk on Ultraman Tiga, the final Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And that le- that comes to an end of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, episode 125, the final Tiga time, part two. Alright, wait, you said 125 is 124. No, it's 125. It's episode 125. Oh, yes, it is. My bad. I'm sorry, I was looking at one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, so that's end season three, right? Yeah, that's the end of season three. All right, well here you go. Here's the hosting rights back. You're hosting again. Oh, you're oh, just oh, oh, <laughs> like you just oh. you have this surge of life in you again. You're like yes. Oh, it feels good. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm second banana now. <laughs> We're in this together. No. Go <laughs> no. watch High School, the musical, the musical, the show. No. Disney Plus. No, instead, go watch Old Friend Tiga. Yeah, go watch Tiga. It's good. Go outside. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, special thank you to everyone who have been supporting us for the last three years. You know who you are. Y'all know who you are. Yes, we're very thankful. And if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, We'll be doing a live stream of the after party, what's basically considered the after party of season three. We're going to be shooting the shit, talking about stuff. Yeah, we're going to be talking about season four. Talking about some Ultraman. Yeah, talking about some Ultraman. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Schwa, Schwa for now. Schwa for now, fuckers.